Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and she's going to introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Caitlin Benson. I am 22 years old from Rhode Island, and I'm the current Miss North America 2021. Well, Caitlin, it's so nice to finally meet you. I know we've been going back and forth for a few weeks, and I'm excited to hear more about you. So tell us about your title as Miss North America. So I began actually my pageant journey when I was 17. My mom signed me up for the Miss Rhode Island Teen USA pageant. And to be honest, I didn't even know we had pageants in Rhode Island. So I was very skeptical about joining. Um, absolutely fell in love with it very quickly. Um, soon after I started competing in the Miss North America system, I started as a teen title holder, um, placed fourth runner-up at my first national pageant. So I could not end there. I joined as Miss Rhode Island North America placed first runner-up, came back as Miss Northeast North America, where I finally won the title of Miss North America 2021. Um, it has been so crazy, especially because of COVID. Um, a lot of things in Rhode Island um, that I've been wanting to do hasn't really gone as planned. Um, for instance, I've been wanting to get into schools and kind of sharing my journey um, as I was not a typical pageant girl growing up. Um, I faced a lot of adversities, um, as many women have, and I wanted to go into schools and kind of share my story and just hopefully influence young women that, you know, um, where how their life is going right now is not kind of like their end goal. So I ended an abusive relationship at a very young age that was in high school. And if you told me I would be where I was at right now, I'd be like, you are absolutely out of your mind. Um so just some of the adversities I've come through, especially from high school, I really, really wanted to get into some schools. Um, I've been in contact with a few and they're a little hesitant um, just because, um, you know, the restrictions are kind of starting to lift now. But so, yeah, I mean, other than that, I've had such an amazing year. One of my favorite things, honestly, has been meeting little girls and them like their eyes lighting up. And they always ask me if I'm Elsa because my crown and sash are blue. And it's just, it's so rewarding just to see their faces and be like, are you a real life princess? And being able to share, you know, that I do the community outreach, I'm doing community service, I'm out in the community. They like, they don't understand that part. And it's really nice to educate them on that. Absolutely. Going into those schools is such an exciting part as a pageant title holder because all those kids look up to you. They're like, wow, she's so pretty. And they always have the nicest comments, especially when you have a crown and sash on. That is like the best moment. You're like, wow, like I really do feel like a real life princess. And so if you were able to go into the schools, I know you mentioned you, you know, got out of an abusive relationship. What would be some of the things you would tell those girls, middle school or high school girls about situations that they possibly might be dealing with and how they can get help or get out of it? So my number one thing I remember when I was in school, when we would have guest speakers come in and we would, you know, all be joined together. I learned, I want to say I learned more and I listened better when we had guest speakers in rather than our teachers because, you know, our teachers are talking to us all day saying the same things. But when we have somebody, like just a guest speaker come in, I don't know, it kind of hit more home to, um, to me. And I would just really emphasize that you, they need to focus on themselves, like self-care. They only need to worry about what's kind of going to benefit them because I know, especially especially nowadays, I feel like middle school girls are having, and boys are having such a hard time with technology, social media, TikTok, especially. Like, I feel like there's so much competition in the world 
on who needs to be the best and it's not allowing their inner beauty to shine. I feel like everything's like everyone's trying to one up each other. Everyone's trying to have the best outfits, the best cars, all that. And it's not about that. And I feel like that um, plays a huge part into mental health. I, yeah, you said that one perfectly. It really does. Having that almost level setting in society of, oh, like I'm better than someone because I have these materialistic things really can destroy people mentally. Yeah. So definitely going into schools, like you said, and talking to them, explaining to them, like that really doesn't matter. Cause I realized after high school and after middle school and after getting out of college, those things never mattered. Being the prettiest girl in the sorority was not ideal. They had a lot of things that they were struggling with behind the scenes that they never even showed. And I wish they would have been more vulnerable and been like, I don't feel like I'm the prettiest person, even though most people would hold them to like that highest standard. And so really, yeah, like letting them know that being yourself is definitely the number one thing that you should make important in your life. And definitely learning how to love yourself is another good one. Learning how to, you know, reach out to others in times where you might need help, even if they don't listen, at least finding someone that will at least listen to you, whether it's a parent or guardian or even another pageant queen out there. I had a girl recently reach out to me and was talking about the struggles of not wanting to compete anymore because she wasn't winning. And I was like, well, it's not about the win. It's about the lessons and the experiences you're getting from this. This is your life lessons, being able to interview in front of a three-panel or five-panel judges that people you've never met before, where you have to sell yourself and explain like why you should be the title holder. Why are you great in such a humble way? And so it's very interesting, like the things that pageants bring to life outside of the pageant world. And so I think that would be such a great opportunity for you, hopefully at some point to get into those schools. If not, definitely doing a live series on Instagram would be another good way to do it is talking to people and getting that info out there for them. Absolutely. And connecting to um, what you're saying about that girl that reached out to you about winning. I always, I remember talking to my roommate at nationals before and after I won the title of Miss North America I was like, I don't like to call it winning because you're not, you're winning a pageant, but it's not like, here, here's your trophy, move on to the next thing. Like you win the crown, but it's, you're holding a job for at least a year. And so I always hate to say like, oh, I won this. Cause it's like, it's not like a game. And like, I, I hate to like, I feel like guilty when I say like, I, w- I won the title. Um, because it's so, so much more than that. So I always, um, I've been doing some lives on my Instagram with the delegates competing for the title of Miss North America 2022. And my biggest advice to them is go in, not expecting anything, go in just trying to be the best version of yourself because you're going to learn so many things. You're gonna, and when you don't have expectations, there's no way you can be disappointed. Um, And I always try to emphasize, like, it's a job. You're going to be selected for a reason. And if you are putting your authentic self out there, it's going to be shut. The judges are going to see it and they're going to acknowledge it. And hopefully, you know, you can make the best of your week or your your weekend. That is amazing advice for people nowadays. I feel like it's something new in the pageant world. We'd always had before to be that perfect person at the perfect time that had to win the crown. Like, that was it. You had to be perfect. Everything had to be spot on. But now that's not it. It's we want a true, real, vulnerable person to have this title. We want them to be their most true, authentic self. Because if not, Ashley Pates, the Miss Collegiate America, said it best. She said, you have to be that robot for an entire year. Can you fake it for an entire year? Most people cannot do that. I always say in relationships, (laughs) 
I give them the three-month trial period because after three months, nobody can continue to fake the sweet things or the sweet talks. They can't do it anymore. And so that's literally what it is, is after three months of doing it, you're going to be exhausted. And so you're giving such great advice to these girls coming in to buy or do hopefully get the title of Miss North America and to be their true authentic self. And so that's something nowadays in the pageant world that has definitely been switched on, which I appreciate so much because it's teaching us to be our true self and not this perfect image that someone else wants us to be or to fit a mold someone else wants. And that's just not what we're doing nowadays. And it's so amazing. So going back to competing at Miss North America, what are the phases of competition for that system? So it's the same. Um, I feel um, like it's like the broad, you know, pageant scenario. Um, So we do interview, we do the private interview in the interview room. Usually it's about five judges. Um, That's a little bit longer. So I've competed in the USA system before. um, And our interviews in Rhode Island have been about like two and a half minutes. But at North America, we're given at least like five minutes, which I really enjoy because it gives you the opportunity for the judges to get to know you. Um, We have the swimsuit on stage, the evening gown, and usually an onstage question for the final five or six. Um, I think it varies on the year. Um, last year we had an onstage question, but the year prior we did not. Interesting. So when you competed, what was your favorite phase of competition? So uh, this year I was like so in my head. I kept trying to practice this, practice that. And I'm one that like, I just need to do it. Like I can't practice because I'll get in my head. So this year in particular, it would be my onstage question because my walks, when I didn't do my walk the way I've been practicing. I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to mess this up. I'm not going to place. I'm not going to do my best because like I'm freaking out. Um, so the onstage question, I didn't know what I was going to get. So it really just allowed me to like chill out and just speak from my heart. And I remember there it was recorded. So I have the video on my phone and on my onstage question, I'm holding the mic in one hand and my other hand was like on my rib cage, just like sitting there. And I, in my head, as I'm answering this question, I'm like, move your hand. You look ridiculous right now. Put your hand down. And I'm like, but now it's too late. As I'm like speaking, it was so funny. Like in my head, that's the only thing I was like thinking of. So then when I rewatched the video of what I said, I was like, wow. Okay. Cause I don't know what was like, it was just straight, strictly coming from my heart. So I'm like, I was so focused on the fact that my hand was on my stomach. <laughs> I love that. It's those little things that you don't realize you're doing on stage that <laughs> always stand out afterwards like what was I doing oh my goodness this past weekend I had done a practice pageant for ultimate international miss uh heart of the south and it was just anybody that had already had a title or any system you're competing in it was just for fun and the one big thing that I'm still working on how to get out of is doing that like miss america system walk you know like you walk to the beat of the music not really like your own rhythm and so it was funny if you look at me I have like these weird barbie hands like you know like they're they're soft but they're like hard and (laughs) It is the most uncomfortable thing to watch. And I'm just like putting my hand against my head. Like, are you, are you crazy? Like you've practiced this. What are you doing? But it's like, I'm trying not to be, you're, you know, you're thinking through everything in your head. Try not to be stiff. Keep your shoulders back, walk, make sure you got a good pace, but then you don't realize that you're walking to the music and it's just a mess. And so that's one of those things that you don't realize in the moment that you're doing, but that's so funny that you're like, Oh gosh, what, why do I have my hand there? What am I doing? But at least, uh, you know, at least it worked out. They didn't really care about the hand. It kind of calmed me down. I wasn't, like, so much focusing on, like, 
what do I need to say? Oh my goodness, how am I going to answer this? I just started speaking and then literally my mind was just like, what are you doing right now? Like, <laughs> I love that. I love it. So I know you had mentioned a few things that you like so far that you've done for your reign, but what is something that has stuck out, whether it's an event or an appearance, what has been like your absolute favorite thing is Miss North America? So I, I've been following pageantry since about when I started 2017. And I feel like Everyone that I've seen, um, whether it's Miss USA, Miss Universe, another local state title holder, and I feel like they all had sort of a purpose behind their title. So I like to say I don't particularly have a platform because I want to be like an open book for anyone that needs absolutely anything. So like, I don't want to be strictly talking about mental health if somebody is going through something else. I want them to be able to reach out to me. So I like to speak on like all things. I'll do lives on Instagram, um, chat with some of the girls that competed last year and just, you know, be that open book for people. And so I kind of found my purpose, I would say for my title this year. And I was thinking about how in Rhode Island, we don't have very many children's pageants. So I was thinking I could put together this little pageant uh, maybe donate the proceeds somewhere. And then I came across this little girl named Bella on TikTok. She has a form of dwarfism. She's awaiting a bowel transplant. She's had countless surgeries, countless, countless days in the hospital. But I came across her TikTok of her dressed up as like Cinderella, I want to say. And she was running around. She has so much sass. She is the cutest thing ever. So I had emailed mom, her mom and I was like hey like would you guys want to do a FaceTime call I feel like it'd make Bella really happy to like see me in a crown and sash so we arranged that and she didn't tell Bella and when we went on FaceTime her she was like couldn't speak for two minutes like her mouth dropped she was like mom go get my crown right now I need to be a princess too so her mom got her a crown and we chatted we had a little dance party and um so that's when I knew I wanted to do this for her. I wanted to send her some money. She lives over in Canada and North America is an international system, um, which is great because it is just kind of like a full circle moment. So I told Bella, she was actually at an event the next day for a fashion show. And um, she's like, what are you wearing tomorrow? And I showed her and she's like, no, 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 you shouldn't wear that. You should wear like the color purple or I think she said something. And I was like, I really want to wear this though. I picked it out. She's like, all right, fine, fine, you can wear it. And it was just so funny. So I was telling her, um, you know, I was showing her all my dresses and she was like, wow, those are so beautiful. You're so beautiful. And then I took that moment. I stress the importance of community service and she understands that people have been helping her money-wise, fundraising and everything to get her, um, you know, the support that their family needs. So I asked her if she thought it'd be okay if I hosted a little pageant here. And she was like, you're going to help me really like she was so appreciative and she understood. And that was, that was definitely the highlight um, of my reign so far. And within the next couple of months, I am going to be hosting the pageant at hopefully Paul Mitchell. That's where I'm attending school right now. And they are a big fundraising school and they've been so generous and so helpful. So stay on the lookout for that. I'm so excited. That'll be so much fun. I cannot wait for you to do that. Definitely send me some info for it and I'll be doing a little post about it. I do have some some Northeastern friends. So we can get some people to come join the pageant as well. That'd be so exciting for, especially for all the little girls out there. And I, I hope that Bella gets to listen to this too because then she can hear that she's being talked about on a podcast that's listened to internationally. So 
That's really exciting. As well as you mentioned, you're at in school at Paul Mitchell. So what do you do outside of the pageant world? So I am currently, I work at a coffee shop right now and I go to Paul Mitchell at night. So it's a cosmetology school. So hair and makeup. Um, I actually just did some pageant headshot hair and makeup yes no Saturday on Saturday and that was I have been doing hair and makeup for like proms and stuff since high school and I absolutely love it and I went to college here and I was kind of lost at what I wanted to do I love kids I was a preschool teacher for a while um but I feel like I was missing that like extra part of me um and since being in cosmetology school I feel like I've gained that because it's kind of like pageantry like you like with my title, like I'm in charge of so much and I'm in charge of, I feel like influencing others. And with hair, like I'm in charge of their confidence. Basically they're coming to me, they're trusting me, their makeup to make them feel beautiful. And it's so rewarding, like to see the outcomes in their faces and all of that. And along with, you said, you know, being that influence for others, just a side question. Do you, do you do your own hair and makeup for pageants or do you have someone else like a team behind you? So I do it for like events and, you know, the rehearsals at Miss North America. We have a week long, um, we have to be there for a week, rehearsals, all that throughout the week. So I'll do that. Um, I'll do it myself. I could probably pull it off for on stage, but I'm like way too much of a head case. I would like think I messed something up and didn't think I looked like the best. So I don't do it for stage. Maybe I will in the future once I get a little more comfortable. But as of right now, no. So for, by the way, loved your dress for North America. It was beautiful. And we'll have you insert your Instagram name and stuff at the end so people can go look at your stuff too because it was a beautiful dress. But when you were at Nationals for it, what was, what would you describe your entire like outfit wear, like in one word, how would you describe it? I would say chic but sporty. That's two words, I know. But I, you know, I love cheetah print. I love mixing, you know, like bodysuits with skirts with little booties. And then I like to pull out like a nice sleek body, uh, not bodysuit, bodycon dress and kind of just mixing and matching depending on my mood, depending on what my hair looks like. If I have it half up, half down, I'll tease it. That's when I'll throw out the booties or go for like a slicked back bun with my dress. Um, really depends on the day. Like I always try to plan out my outfits for nationals. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wear this on this day. And I don't think I've ever done it unless it was for interview and on stage (laughs) because I always end up switching it like the day of. I'm like, no, I'm feeling sporty today. I'm feeling classy today. And so I always mix it up. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm a girl, like I'm notorious for always bringing two outfits for everything. Like I have to have an option just in case you know, maybe it's a little more comfy that day. I'm like, oh, I'll just dress it down just a little bit. Or if it's like super like fancy, I'm like, okay, well I can, you know, accessorize it, add more things to it. But I am, I'm right there with you. I have to have like that option. Cause like right now I'm in a hoodie and leggings, but later I'm like, oh, maybe I'll feel cute and put on some jeans and a cute top. <laughs> like, like, I just never know. I'm one of those people too. Absolutely. But going towards, you know, looking towards the end of your reign, when do you know when you are giving up your time or when Miss North America is? Yes. So it is the week of July 18th in Orlando, Florida. And that my outfits, I'm looking to be like way over the top because I it's like 
I don't know if I'm ever going to get a title again for another system. Um, I'm going to keep competing for Miss Rhode Island USA. I'm not sure for, not sure for how much longer, but I really want to like come out with a bang with this one just in case, um, you know, this is my last pageant. So That's so exciting. So going to like looking ahead towards nationals, what do you think you'll miss the most about being Miss North America? You know, I think I'll miss the opportunities that have presented itself um, with this title. But then again, you know, the North America, like we're, we're all a family past title holders, um, present, like when we're all there, we're all like a big family. It's, I mean, it is quote unquote competitive, but it's really not, we're really mostly there like to have a good time and get, to get to know each other. So as much as like, I'll still be able to have some of the same opportunities. Like I could still go into schools, you know, after I give up my, up my title, I don't need the title to do these things. Um, but I feel like it kind of gives like a hand up because people are like, Oh, and especially from Rhode Island, because it's such a small state, they're like, oh, you're Miss North America. Why don't you come do this with us? And then I won't have that anymore. So um, I feel like it gives me kind of a bigger audience to talk to. Absolutely. That's the one great thing about pageants. I mean, you can always, you know, go out in the community and do, you know, community service projects, have those opportunities. But the doors that open from being here and having your connections in the pageant world with wearing that crown and sash is unlimited it is amazing and so that's what i totally feel that one <laughs> i'm gonna be sad when the day i stop doing pageants because it's like okay what, what am i gonna do now like what are the where are these opportunities that i've always had so that's just a really interesting thing and i'm glad you said that because a lot of girls don't realize after the crown and sash is gone that some of those doors might close and you got to make those connections in the pageant world why you have them because you know, it's like checking in on those friends. You want to continue to keep those friendships. And that's just like what your connections are in the pageant world. So you just always got to, you know, keep the door open. <laughs> yeah. And then another big piece of advice that I've been giving, um, like some of the girls have been reaching out to me, like, what's like another piece of advice, like on my year, what do I do? And I always say like, the worst you can be told is no. So if you're looking for sponsorships, get out there and ask for them. Literally the worst they can tell you is no. And you'll be like, okay. And then go try somewhere else. And I was so hesitant at the beginning to ask. And then like people say no. And I'm like, okay, I didn't really expect it anyway, but I just threw it out there. And then you'll never believe who will say yes. You'll never know who's going to believe in you. Um, and you only get a year. So make definitely make the best of it. I agree with you 110%. Well, we've come to that point in the podcast, but before we get there, actually, I'll have you go ahead and insert and tell people what your Instagram handle is and how they can keep in contact with you. Okay, so my title holder account right now is Official Miss North America. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and my personal is K-A-A-T-E-E-E -E -E underscore um and that's how you can keep in touch with me after my reign but i'll be still be here till july so you can find me on my title holder one i love that so like i said we've come to that point in the podcast where i like to ask everyone the same final question so in what way has pageants positively impacted you pageants have done so much for me that i never would have expected Mostly, I would say the self-growth. I do not know where I would be. I feel like pageantry has led me, you know, into cosmetology school right now. It has led me to kind of, kind of figure out what matters and what doesn't. Because before, 
that was also just me being a teenager though. I would hyper fixate on certain things that absolutely did not matter, like what people thought of me. And I always tell the girls that when they ask me for advice, I'm like, you're not going to please everyone. So do what you believe in, do what you think is right. And you're not going to please everyone. So like, don't worry about it. And so I, I think I really truly could not tell you where I would be right now without pageantry. My mom signed me up and that's been a huge bonding moment for us. Um, she originally signed me up in 2017. So like she comes with me every time I have a pageant, she usually will come to my events. We're always shopping for things. Um, so spot is super, super close and I'm so thankful for that. Um, but overall it has really taught me self-reflection. You know, if something, if I feel I'm a little off, I take a couple steps back and I'm like, all right, what's going on? What's causing this? And I've definitely developed that through pageants, you know, after pageant weekend. Okay. How did I do? Did I do you know, am I being too hard on myself or did I really not do the best that I could have done? So I 110% believe I am who I am right now because of pageantry, not even because of my current title, but just, you know, the pageant world in general. I 100% agree with you there. And like you just said, you're like thinking back to your pageant weekends, was I enough? Did I do everything I was supposed to? One of the best pieces of advice I received lately was, how to turn the negativity and the bad thoughts into positives. What did you go into that weekend accomplishing? Did I win? Yes. Or did I just want to get on stage and do that interview? Check, check. Awesome. Everything else that you did great that weekend is icing on top of the cake. And so that's what I myself have been trying to learn. Like, okay, how do I think more positively? And taking those negative thoughts and physically writing them down, getting it out of your brain and putting it in a box. So then you can put the box on your shelf and say, okay, I've already thought about it. I've let it go and I've put it away. And so that's one of the things just adding on that for people listening to that are thinking of those same thoughts, but it really does help mentally because you feel more clear. And like you said, taking those step backs, that's amazing because it really does help with your mental health as well. It's like, okay, how can I, you know, it's not going to be rainbows and sunshines all the time. It never is, but you can still try to think positively about any sort of, you know, bad situation or just an upset situation. So that's really great that you are doing that for yourself and making sure that you, you know, you're checking up and checking in on yourself. So that's amazing. But Caitlin, I'm so glad that we've got to sit down today. And I'm finally glad to meet you. I cannot wait to see what you do for the rest of your reign. And I absolutely wish you the best. And hopefully one day we may see each other at Miss USA. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.